When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. Welcome to Sound Podcast, where we are anything but silent. I am Mark, and I am here today with Joe and Ian from The Amazing Race. How are you guys today? We're good. We're good. Yeah. Spirits are high. We watched with some racers last night, um, which was fun, both current racers as well from our season, as well as from from some past seasons, winners and non-winners. So it's good to be in good company, people that have experienced this before. Yeah. Believe it or not, we're coming off of a really fun night. (laughs) That's the best way, right? I mean, like, I think you guys as fans have probably one of the more fun episodes to be eliminated on. We'll talk on that later, but I mean, like, how have you enjoyed watching the season as fans and players? It's been really, really fun. Um, We had an incredible premiere party in Brooklyn um, with uh, fellow cast members of ours. And it's just, you know, of course, there's some anxiety and uh, like, how am I going to sound? How am I going to be portrayed? What did I say? I don't even remember. But (laughs) it's still so fun. It's it's really enjoyable. Awesome. Um, As fans of the show, how did you prep for this? I know you guys have been longtime fans. I read that you guys are fans of Amazing Race and Survivor. And yeah. how do you prep for a challenge like this? Well, part of part of COVID was us re-watching all the seasons of The Amazing Race. I'm sure as a lot of families did during that time. Um, but what we did differently in the rewatch was we started deciding who was going to do what challenges and actually writing them down in Joe's phone, like in his notes app, which is like, a little like nerdy but like that's like what we did that's how we passed time during covid being in lockdown in new york city not even with the plan of applying yet yeah not even with the plan of applying <laughs> really like just being nerds Let's just this down. <laughs> um so we prepared that way and kind of got a feel for like over the longevity of the show do all of these challenges because right? they're all so unique all of the challenges like do we feel comfortable or would one of us feel comfortable doing those and like we quickly decided who would do what um and then leading up to the show after feeling like we were probably going to get casted. Um, we went to Philly, no electronics, paper maps, and we navigated because neither of us. With our, with our race bags that we already have. Yeah. With our race bags, like fully packed full, um, just trying to navigate a city that we really knew nothing about. So yeah. that's kind of how we prepped. I mean, Philly is one of those good cities for that, especially because it is definitely a walkable city, but it's also like a city that's a little bit confusing. I've gone there recently myself with my yeah. fiance too um nice google maps is a friend but of course you know you have to be like hey where's the love sign and all that stuff yeah try to do it without google maps yeah we did we actually did dc as well um which is also confusing because every road has the same name twice but like northwest southwest you know so it's like confusing but so um as fans of the show and i know you guys watched every season and everything like that and mm-hmm. you said you wanted to be like nadia and natalie which i i actually did see that in how you guys played a lot and also the Afghan animals um yes. <laughs> <laughs> how would you guys assess yourself uh in that mindset of like how did you feel about those comparisons that you wanted to race as i think we did pretty well um you know we wanted to pick pieces from teams that we've seen previously like 
who's the most competitive or, or who competed in a way that we want. Let's take some of that. Who had the most fun, right? Let's take some of that and assemble sort of our own um, way to approach the race. And I think we, I think we delivered pretty well on that. Um, we did a lot. Uh, yeah, did better than me. We did a lot that, that even wasn't even uh, aired. Right. So we tried to really, really have a lot of fun with it. The most fun that we possibly can while still being super competitive. Um, and I think we did that. Yeah. So pretty a, happy. A big ethos of our relationship, Mark, is like this very jovial, playful mm. nature, of just our day to day. And like, I don't know that that necessarily got captured as much as like we would like it to have gotten captured during, during the race. Um, but it, that's something that I was pretty proud of as, as we look back on our race experience is like, we stayed true to like us as a couple and us as partners is that we were constantly playing pranks on each other, even on the race course. Yeah. Um, and in, in the hotel rooms afterwards and stuff. So we stayed true to ourselves there. I think like one learning is I wish, I wish like looking back on it, I would have had more fun on the race course like really enjoyed it more and really like leaned into the culture and the experiences more. You're just like so stressed and so anxious all the time and like, go, go, go. Objective focused. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to like take a step back and be like, Hey, like when's the next time you're going to be in Jaipur, India. Right. Like, (laughs) right. Like look around, like enjoy this. Like look at this beautiful winding road. And like, yeah, there's a lot of opportunities to have fun and take in the beauty and take in the culture. And we try to do the best we can, but at the end of the day, like you have a set of objectives, you're in a race and that's very distracting. (laughs) So when Bertram and Elise ask us to do this again, which they will, they will know to really take, (laughs) take those moments and make, make more out of them. than we did the first time. Uh, So, um, did you guys find yourself trying to strategize with other teams? Like, what teams were you working with uh, versus what teams were you possibly not working with? Yeah, uh, early on, we got to spend a decent amount of time with uh, Chelsea and Robin, actually, um, which may come as a little bit of a surprise, but um, we just connected with them right from the get-go. We uh, we kind of were telling each other about our personal lives and our backstories, and it just, you know, theirs really resonated with us, and and so... Early on, we were kind of aligned with them and were, you know, ready and willing to sort of take that alliance directly into challenges. Um, also, Joel and Garrett, the beard, the beard, they call them brothers. The beard brothers. bros, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like in in kind of orientation week when you're not allowed to speak to anybody and everything is like kind of getting you acclimated to the rules and the whatnot of the amazing race, like never in a million years would we have been like badass moms beard bros that's going to be our like main two alliances but like when you got on the race course like we quickly realized like we've got a lot in common with these people and like i think we could see ourselves like making serious alliances with them and we did yeah and and how cool is it that all of these different diverse teams get to come together and go to all these different diverse cultural places together and you know you get to see these connections that no one would ever expect to actually happen, you know, in our hometowns, in our home cities. And so that is such a cool, unique thing. Um, and I think that's exactly, you know, what Bertram and Elise were, were creating when they had this. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, on the actual race course, like how did it feel when that 150 flight showed up for you guys? Uh, considering how that was the like, most intense. Uh... Uh, we were so juiced up. And then what we found out after is like the one flight that was before us, Mark, ended yeah. up getting played to after us. So we were like, we were on cloud nine. 
percent. Um, going going into the race, when we found out that it was going back to the traditional way that the race was going, mm-hmm. you know, booking your own flights and there could be chaos and people could take different flights. We were so juiced up. We were so excited about that because we that's a strength of ours. We're really good at, you know, the logistics of of adventure traveling and getting to hard places. And so when we ended up getting that flight, a part of me was like, yeah, this tracks, actually. <laughs> <laughs> And like you were actually able to enjoy yourself, I guess, a little bit uh, since you got to the location uh, pretty quickly. So you might have been able to enjoy yourself for a nap or whatever you can do. <laughs> yeah, we ended up getting like a four hour nap, whereas some teams didn't get any time in between that flight and when we did the fruit yeah. mark. Yeah, in Vietnam, yeah. And talk about that fruit mark. You guys had the most insane thing ever, like, because you couldn't get the clue. Like, Let's right? let's talk about let's talk about that actually. Look, that was totally on me, and I own that. <laughs> I did not get the clue. It 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 was a it was a tough day, but luckily the tile challenge. Joe helped us make up some significant time. I think you were probably the fastest to get the tile. I, I think I was. Yeah, I think it it took me about somewhere between ten and fifteen minutes. Probably. Oh, I don't even okay. think I was trying to, uh, we were, when we were podcasting about the episode, I was trying to figure, we were trying to figure out, looking every team is there for at least half an hour, but. Oh, it's tough to get a sense of how much time is going by for each team at the challenges. Um, But yeah, I was, I was quick with that one. (laughs) Definitely an element of luck. Let's, let's be clear about that. Obviously, but I mean, like it worked in your favor. I mean, that's what the race is sometimes. Uh, 100% Mark. Like how did that feel like? Because you guys were always like in the ninth or seventh place, basically, until you get there and get fourth place. Like, did it feel like the tides were churning in your favor? It it absolutely did. But then in true Amazing Race fashion, the next leg equalized. So (laughs) when we started the next leg, our our fourth, our solid fourth place was just now we're back as one pack. Yeah, it was unfortunate peak timing for us. (laughs) Peaked a little too late, Mark. <laughs> it happens, though. But, I mean, like, I still think you guys had, like, a really fun last leg, though. Um, like, uh, with, like, it looked like everyone's having a lot of trouble with the with the donut on their head. I know you oh. were having a lot of trouble with that, Ian. Because uh, my brain's so big. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? I don't know. Odd-shaped head is what I'll go with. <laughs> and that mural was also really hard. I feel like, I feel like you got unlucky with the donut-shaped thing, and then, like, the mural everyone was having trouble with. Yeah, everyone was having trouble with the mural. It was just an attention to detail that none of us were ready for. Like, we were all prepared for attention to detail, and this was up here. I think only one team finished that mural in under an hour, right? Like, oh I think God. it was just just Greg and John, yeah, right? Yeah, Greg and John were pretty quick with that. I think they were the only team to finish in under an hour, and, like, the rest of us were, like, closer to two hours, Whereas I think the doll thing, it was like a 20 to 30 minute, according to some teams. So, you know, again, to your point, Mark, a lot of it is, you know, luck and picking the right detour. And and so we just drew a bad straw that time. But look, it was such an amazing experience. And I think you saw that as we were exiting the show, we were just like full of love and like full of appreciation for getting to do such an amazing thing. And even last night watching it back, it's like, yeah, like, did it suck? Yes. And would we have stayed to the very end if we could? Of course. But like, you can't look back on this relation, this experience and be bitter about it. It was so unique and so incredible that, you know, we'll take that with us forever. 100%. Uh, before we go, I have to ask the question though. You, as fans of the show, I think you, everyone loves to watch a foot race and you were in a very long foot race on the show. Yeah. How did that feel in the moment? And how did that feel watching it back? 
which foot race, Mark? We were in one with Todd and Ashley. Oh, to that's get right. To- yeah. Oh, my God. Which which we wish we would have lost, by the <laughs> right. way. Right. Um, I remember last the- night's big one, yeah, at the end of the yeah, episode. Yeah, the iconic one with Morgan and Lena. I mean, it was an emotional roller coaster. We thought we were out. We thought we were done for. They left the mural challenge, right? And we assumed that they got it done, but they really switched. We didn't know that. So when we saw them get in the rickshaw, we were like, oh, my God, we're still in this. And then there was, you know probably a 20 minute drive down the mountain where we were just strategizing about how to eventually pass on a very narrow road. You couldn't pass them up. So we were behind them for like two miles down this mountain like strategizing. (laughs) So then when we passed them, we were like, Oh, like, let's go. (laughs) Race Mark. We knew we could beat them in a foot race. Like it wasn't a matter of, it was just like, even if we're right behind them, we will beat them because we can beat them in a foot race. But their rickshaw driver like made a turn into like oncoming traffic, literally. And ours because got, India, yeah, because India. And then ours got stuck at a red light, and it was one of those red lights. Mark, you're gonna laugh. It had like a timer on it, so it counted down from 120 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> and we were literally watching second by second while they're like gone. So we were at that point, we were like, okay, okay. Like, we're probably yep. we're probably out. But we ended up getting to the mat like less than 15 seconds after them. Yeah. So. It was it, it was a nail biter. It was if you're if you're gonna go out that way, if, if you're gonna go out at all, go out that way. Totally. It was iconic. It was so 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 fun to watch. Very amazing race. Yeah. Awesome. Um, before we wrap up, anything else you guys want to talk about your journey uh, on the show or anything fun that we didn't see? Uh, like you guys are incredible, and we, we like genuinely myself and Sabrina have loved watching you guys for the first third of the season. <laughs> We just loved it. Um, we we definitely had so much more about our relationship and our story to show. Um, you know, we were constantly playing jokes and pranks on each other. And we, you know, did some of that in the race, too. But we, you know, didn't really get to show as much of that as we would have liked. Um, but we are just so, so, so appreciative of this experience. We really are. Well, thank you guys so much. And have a great rest of your day. Thanks, Thanks. Mark. Good to meet you. Nice thank meet you, Mark.